building a platform to share challenges, thoughts from leaders, and network together, the LabOps Leadership Podcast is elevating LabOps professionals as well as the industry as a whole. With the intent of unlocking the power of LabOps, we deliver unique insights to execute the mission at hand, to standardize LabOps and empower LabOps leaders. I'm Carrie Anderson. And I'm Samantha Black. Welcome to the LabOps Leadership Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're here with Angelica Cabro, who is Associate Director of Peraza Pharma. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Awesome. So we're excited. Let's jump right in. And can you tell everybody a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, sure. Thank you for the nice introduction. Originally, I'm a chemist and originally I get my PhD degree in Russia back in the years. And then I decided to move actually and to get some international experience, which was a few postdocs still in the different fields of organic chemistry, mostly organic and organometallic chemistry in a few different countries in Europe, like in Italy, France, Spain. And then I finally moved to Canada, where in Montreal, especially, there is a big hub of the biotech companies. So it was very attractive for any researcher, especially in the field of chemistry. And here I ended up, ended up start to work at the early stage of the, the new company, Pereza Pharma, as a scientist first in, in the lab. And then over the years, so my, my personal career grows. We are very aligned. The company grows. And finally today, so I'm an associate director of chemistry department. At awesome. So can you just tell us a little bit more about what the company's doing and what their focus is? Yeah, uh, sure. So Pareto Pharma is a CRO, which normally we call a contract research organization where we're working in drug discovery programs for different for different clients from all, all over the world. And uh, what we like to say about ourselves is that we are not really typical contract research organization. We are collaborative research organization. And that's differentiate us from others in Montreal or in Canada, if you wish. What we are doing, as I mentioned, so we are working for the projects for clients where we are on, on different programs, I would say anti-cancer, for example, or some other disease where we basically help our clients to develop the new drugs. It's a clean drug development. From the chemistry perspective, since that's your area of expertise, I'm wondering like what challenges is your work like trying to overcome right now in the drug discovery field and in your organization? What is your particular group maybe innovating on and helping your clients to to make their drugs better? Yeah, unfortunately, I cannot say too much in details because the old projects are confidential for sure. But what I can say that from perspective of the chemist or the, or the researcher who is involved in those programs, the challenges are multiple, right? So we are working on the programs where as a chemist, we synthesize new molecules and titles. So this is challenged by itself. And also there is a growing interest for the disease that are less investigated. So it's a lot of unknown things from all perspective of the project. So that's daily basis. On another hand, and I wanted to emphasize, so it is very important to collaborate with the, with the client, let's say, because as I mentioned, we are a contract research organization at the end of the day. And it's not always the case when 
somebody is asking you to help in the project and the data are shared between everybody and it's a teamwork. So it's not always as easy. And I think, but this is, I think, the key. And we believe, everybody in the company, that this is a key because if information is not circulating, if you're not on the same page all the time together, so that could be just itself the the barrier for advance the program because we can try all together everywhere in the world to do our little piece of work but if all those pieces we cannot plug together so that doesn't work it's not that efficient yeah okay i don't know if you <laughs> if it's clear yeah, yeah absolutely so on that note on being efficient something i've noticed is when lab ops or operations people have good relationships with the scientists, with the chemists, what's some things that you see that help in order to have those relationships and how the lab operations people can help improve the science within the lab? Yeah, it's a good question. Actually, I thought about this before before we meet and talk about this. Maybe hard to answer, but like you said, good relationship. It can, it can start from just simple communication, simple, because the people who are helping on the operation side, they're not specialists in the, what we are doing in the lab. And when I'm asking somebody to, to buy for me something to order, to, to provide me some service. So for them, they just don't know what it is, right? So they just trying to find me what I'm asking them to do. And. Of course, it does help when those people have some background on the, on let's say, chemistry or some close to that in this field that at least they, when I, when we ask them, they understand what we are talking about. So that's definitely something that we also keep in mind and because it's helpful. And the second, it's really communication. It's really because it's not. I ask and you order and you provide and you give me and we don't understand each other. It's really why it is. I always, as I say to all my employees, I always take time to, to explain people on all levels. When I'm asking the question I'm all, or when I require something, I always take time to explain why I'm doing that. Not just do this, do that and order this. It's better to explain why, what is behind for what it is. And then that's how the experience is growing, right? And for lab operation person, if second time you need to order the same stuff, it can even provide some suggestions because now they understand what it is for. And sometimes we're looking for alternatives and just simple communication. It's already good, I have to say, because now it's a lot of electronics and we're just sending emails, we're doing teams and the list of tasks is growing and we're just asking, do for me this, buy this. And if you never take time to explain, to talk, that that really slow down process sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it surprises me how many people just go about their day and do things because they're told to do them, but they don't understand why. Yeah. Exactly. It's surprising. So yeah, I, I agree. That's a really important one. And I think the personal responsibility, like it goes both ways, right? I think in operations, sometimes you're not, you may be not the expert, but you are an expert in what you do. And so I think having that like mutual respect and ownership is a very healthy relationship to have between team members. And I think it's very important that everybody feels valued on the team and it, it's a chemistry department or whatever department it's in, but everybody's a part of that team. And I think that's like a wonderful way to view 
like each member, regardless of what their title is, because I think we get caught up in that a lot. But it's nice to have that view of we're all in a team and we all have our own areas of expertise. Yeah, it's interesting that you're talking about this. I totally agree. And maybe it's a good timing to mention. So, you know, when just simple example, when project or some project is finished or update about it, what we're also trying to do each time at the end of the presentation or something, there is always a list of people or in the beginning who's participating. And as much as you can, and I'm also talking to within the company, as much as we can, we include the name of those people, not just people who are in the lab may make it work. The people who helped on every level of that. I'm not talking maybe about the calendar, yes, <laughs> but I'm saying about that some people who make just service happen. It is very useful. It is very healthy for everybody to feel it as a team, like you said, and to let them know those people that it's because my work was done because of them, right? They provided me what I was needed and they need to know about this. They need to be ready for that. And it has to be highlighted at some point. So it is important. I'm happy that you mentioned that. Yeah. I love that because operations is something you often hear is a thankless job. It's seen as customer service and you're just yeah. in the background. Um, so I think it's amazing that you're highlighting those people and taking the time to thank them and make them feel included. Yeah. And then I can tell you at some point we had, let's say, a monthly award or something, gift cards, whatever system you can have in the company to, to highlight the work. And I can tell you that most of the people, when we asked our employees whom you would highlight first, whom, whom you would highlight. And for the first time, mostly the lab operation people were highlighted as the ones that, because they are the ones that are supporting us on a daily basis. And that's, we need to appreciate that. Love that. I love that. That's really special, I think, for everybody to feel that way and to be the first ones. I think when you are like service center for other people, like internally, sometimes it can feel like you're not being recognized. So for people to nominate them, I think that's really cool. I think that's really special. As a scientist, I'm curious, besides supporting and in, in ordering and making sure everything goes smoothly in the lab, what is maybe an example of a time when the lab ops or an operations professional helped you get through like a key point in a project because you're working on these projects that's maybe different than a, one of your customers. And so probably there's a lot of time deadlines involved. So maybe can you give one example of when like an ops member like really was crucial for helping you get a project done and crossing the finish line? Good question. I would say, and it all comes back to the communication. Maybe a simple example, ordering. We need to continue to do our work. We need to order a lot of chemicals on a daily basis and from few companies. And of course, when we make our choice, we're trying to get with the company that would deliver us the faster the possible, right? But sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes you order from somebody who is on another side of the world, and but you need it. Okay. And that's... Then it comes to the, like I said earlier, to communication. I, I have an example when we order it, but I strongly suggested, okay, let's contact the company. Let's try to get it. It was Christmas time. You're like, okay, so you will not get it before Christmas, right? Because yeah, we are slower, everybody's slower. And then the and then the shipping companies are slow. But Again, if you contact person and you try to explain the situation that you need it urgently, and then I have to say that in that cru crucial situation, 
everybody did excellent work in just communicating, just explaining. We need it as soon as possible. Other side provider tried to make it as soon as possible. So we get it as soon as possible. And the person who was in charge on our side did all what he could to provide us the chemical, let's say, important chemical, the faster possible, just making all possible connections, calling the companies to make it just happen, to make people realize, realize, maybe to ask them that how important it is, that the timeline is short, that would be better to get it sooner than later. And that can tell you that just that simple getting sooner than later can advance your project much faster because everything based on the data, right? We are scientists, we are doing something, but then we need the results. So everything to move project, we based on the data. So the faster you get the data, the put you the faster you advance. And I can tell you that, for example, as I said, during the Christmas time, communication, explanations, and trying just to be honest, you not to be not to stay on the papers you order and it's not of your business anymore. Just to be real. Yeah. And I think that circles back to what you were saying about understanding your why. Because if operations people know that if exactly. I get this done as soon as possible, it moves the project forward. It helps motivate them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, you like have to know that when we're asking that, it's not because we decided and it's not because we're pushy. It's not because I'm decided at home to do that. It's because it is helpful. It is useful. And that's what makes us drive the job, the project. And they know this. Well, you're trying What's to let them. Yeah. What's some advice you could offer to our listeners? And I think you've had this incredible career in listening to you. I think you're an inspiring leader to your team. And so I'm sure they'd love to have some advice from you. Uh, I think why I'm one advice I already said, please take your time to, ex- to talk to people, to explain them what are the reasons behind. And I think this is very good beginning just to start to put everybody on the same page, to invite everybody to participate. To, to have this team spirit, to, to make value of your, of the work that everybody is doing. And then when the work is done, also it is very important to say how it was valuable and that things are happening because of everybody's input. So just take time and highlight those things. Take time at the beginning of the project, I would say it again. Any little project and take your time for appreciation at the end. And once again, explaining how, maybe explaining the impact, how it is, it was helpful, not just thank you, how it was helpful, how it helped to advance things faster than slower. I think that would be the first. I have something else to say. Another advice, maybe more practical, planification. I found that a lot... Our fast running life, a lot of mandates per day. If you're lost in the requires in the work, so you will never get it done. Planifications start to be really crucial. And for some people, maybe middle age, not easy right now to learn new techniques, programs that could help. Are we still making the posters and which is good, but anything that can help you to be very organized and plan it well. That really 
depends on on the road. Yeah, at any point in your career, it doesn't matter if you're starting or you know well established in your career. I think that's yeah pretty sound advice for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's awesome advice, and I think even outside of operations, I think anybody could value that advice. I know for me specifically, that's one thing that I'm trying to do is take time to recognize people, even in my role. And there's a lot of visibility that can be brought to the table that I think a lot of people just don't take the time to do. So I'm, that's one thing personally I'm trying to be better about is everybody on my team making sure that they get a spotlight because everybody deserves it. So I think that's awesome. The last question we have is just where people can find out more about what you're doing. If they can connect with you, learn from you more, maybe get some additional advice from you. How can people find you and connect? Sure, I'm not hiding. You, you could please share my LinkedIn account. Of course, and we do have uh, part of the farm itself has a website as well, which I can share and maybe can go on your website. But yeah, please, anybody, feel free to to reach out. And thank you for saying that I'm inspiring leader. <laughs> that uh, please me. But what I always say, I would never feel free to con to contact me anybody through LinkedIn. I think it's the best way, and I will always take time maybe to to answer or to suggest something. Because personally, I can, from personal experience, I can say that nothing can stop anybody to do anything. So I strongly believe that if you want something, if you, I don't know, to want to get the best job ever, if you want to move somewhere, if you want whatever the fee you want to get. So it's all on you. Everything is possible. Absolutely everything. And my personal career, my life is an example of that. So the moment you decide, it, it takes some work to do. Of course, it's not happening by itself, but anything is possible. And over the years, I found that contacts make life easier. Contacts make life sometimes. Just use contacts can, yeah, like you say, good advice or I don't know, some information that you didn't have before can can give you the the idea how it can be different what you can do and and then it's just action is needed so yeah please free to contact i'm available <laughs> yeah i love that i think everybody should reach out to you we're gonna link that in the show notes for everybody so it'll be easy just one click away so if anybody is listening to this just scroll down to the bottom of the page and you can find the links there so I really appreciate this time. This has been great. I think that it's wonderful to hear this these concepts. And I think that people are going to be really excited to to start implementing some of these tactics that you talked about. So thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful for you to join us. Thank you very much. Awesome. It was a great pleasure. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the LabOps Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's guest. For show notes, resources, and more information about LabOps Unite, please visit us at labops.community podcast. This show is powered by Elemental Machines.